Say, how's the fam? How's the fam? <laughs> Yo, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to Tyler Brown, one half of the How's the Fam family. <laughs> My wife, as we announced a couple episodes ago, she's pregnant, and I do not feel like pushing her in any way, shape, or form. And the way that we usually record these, we record these at night. As soon as we put the girls down and we feel like they're not going to wake up and ask for nothing else, that's when we start recording. And my wife, she's already in the bed. I'm not going to even bother her. Uh, she probably would have did it. You know, she probably would have did it. I'm not going to even stunt. But I don't want to ask her. You know, we're going to let her be. She's not mad or anything. She ain't going to be angry at me or nothing. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But we're just trying to keep her stress levels down and everything that comes with that. Make sure her and that baby get as much rest as humanly possible. With all that said, you stuck with me. How's the Fam is a podcast about family, friends, and growth. We're here every Wednesday. And today, we're going to come at you with the topic. Uh, actually, this entire month, we're going to be talking about just having love and appreciation, right? Love and appreciation. And it's one of the topics that's been heavy on my mind. But before I get into it, I got to tell you a little story about what recently happened. So last month, we talked about uh, how we were going through our small group. And in our small group, we were learning about intentional parenting. And what intentional parenting is, it's like, it was like a 10, 8 to 10 week session. I don't even remember how long we took. But it's a session about like not just snapping on your kids, like having a game plan before things actually pop up. And so what happened is my daughter tested me. She like low-key, like real-life tested me in public. It was bad, everything, right? Now, had that been me and my parents had been like in the position that I was in, oh, it would have been an old-fashioned butt-whooping. But here's the thing. We live in a different time. I'm a different parent. And those are different kids. So instead, we had a game plan. Uh, my daughter, what happened was this girl was wearing a dress, right? It was a beautiful dress. It was a blue dress and long sleeves. It was it was adequate for the Texas weather at the time, right? It's like right now it's about like sixty four degrees. It hovers between like seventy forty degrees, something like that. So that dress was adequate for the time, right? And so what happened is my daughter saw that dress and she was like, "Yo, I want that now. Give it here." And I was like, "Honey, we're not getting you the dress." She was like, "I want that dress," and I was just like, "Yo." You're not getting addressed. It just is what it is. And I realized is she was experiencing an emotion she had never experienced before. And that's jealousy, right? I remember when I was younger, my first time being embarrassed. Like my brother said something about me in front of like all these girls and all his friends and stuff like that. And low-key, he was just like, oh, he'll be all right. He don't get embarrassed. And I was like, I don't even know what embarrassed he is, but I don't like what he just did. And like, low-key, I started like rationalizing my emotions right then and there. And I ran to my mama. I ain't gonna lie. I ran to my mama. I was not happy. And uh, essentially what happened is Liana, she felt that emotion. And instead of like running to us, well, actually she did run to us. She ran to us and she was like, give me a dress. I want my dress now. I want the blue dress. And we was like, look, if you want to play dress up, you can go home and we'll play dress up, you know, it's whatever. And then she just wasn't having it. And she was like having a hissy fit and this, that, and the other. But here's the thing. We didn't whoop her. And here's the reason why we didn't whoop her. And our game plan is when our kids are experiencing something they've never experienced before, we have to understand that they may not react the way that we want them to. 
right? The whole point of whooping your kids is a corrective action, but you can't correct the action of something that they've never experienced before. It's like being a coach, right? And then in soccer, soccer is a sport that I play, right? It's like being a coach and being in a shootout, but you've never taught your kids about a shootout or kicks from the mark, right? Or it's like being a football coach or whatever, right? And you got your special teams out there and they kick the ball. And what happens is a scenario comes up and they just never, they never experienced that scenario, right? And you can't be mad if the kid does the wrong thing in that moment, right? Because you've never coached them. You've never told them what to do in those moments. So what we did was we, we like calmed her down. It was like, look, Liana, here's the situation. Right now you're experiencing jealousy, right? And they're like, it's okay to be jealous, but you have to understand that, you know, you this is something that's going to happen on and on, and your reaction isn't appropriate for the emotion that you're dealing with. And of course, I mean, you can't talk, you can talk to your kids like that, but let's be real here. Kids, don't, they ain't caring about none of that. And so when she realized mom and dad weren't going to like snap on her or nothing like that, she like went off and just had her own little hissy fit in her own corner. Wasn't embarrassing? Yes. Could we have like kind of did something to put her into submission and just establish our dominance as parents and like puff our chest out? Yeah, but I mean, we didn't. And when we got home, we were able to have that conversation and be like, look, it's like these are your dresses. Her dress is beautiful. Yes, it was, but your dresses are beautiful too. And just because somebody has something that you like doesn't mean that you're going to get the opportunity to get that same thing. And it was crazy. A couple of our friends who were like there, they were like, hey, it's like, we bought that dress for her. We can get your daughter that exact same dress. And then Keisha was like, you know, you know, we can get her the dress. No harm, no foul. And I was like, no, nah, we shouldn't get her the dress. Because if we get her that dress, the exact same dress, after she had all that crying and all that hissy fitting and stuff like that, right? Then she's going to be like, if I just cry long enough or if I just do whatever and act out long enough, eventually I will get what I want. But that's not how life works. And that's one of the lessons we just got to try to teach them early. Like, I don't know if that is teaching the lesson in an effective manner just yet. I mean, my, that was my first time experiencing my daughter be jealous, right? But... Like now that we've seen how she reacts to it, we got to come up with a new game plan. And the new game plan has to be like, all right, we've experienced this once. We've talked to her once. Now, if she does it again, how are we going to respond? And me and Keisha, we're working through that. And I ain't going to lie to you. It's not a bad thing to do, right? Um, intentional parenting. In fact, we might actually talk about that a little later in uh, one of the later episodes. I'm going to make sure I organize it out so we can give you all that value, man. But today's lesson is really about, or not the lesson. Yo, I'm still in small group mode, and I haven't even taught small group in a while. Keisha's been teaching small group. Uh, today's topic <laughs> is about just having love and appreciation for what you already have, right? And I, I thought that story was perfect, right? Because essentially, when you don't show love and appreciation for what you have, and you're looking at what other people have, and you're like, man, I want that. Or you start hating on them and just being like, kind of dissing and be like, man, don't nobody want that. Oh, ugly, you know, whatever, right? What you're doing is you're, you're displaying jealousy or hate, and those are emotions that are eat, 
from within. They devour from within. If anything, it's very sinful, right? I don't know how many Christians listen to us, but I mean, it's a very sinful thing to do. And so what you can do instead is look within or look around in your own surroundings and just show appreciation for what you already have. So um, my first question would be like, oh, my, my question. My first word of advice would be you have to know the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And so one thing I, always, I picked this one first because one thing my wife used to do, it used to actually make me upset. I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I'll talk about it again, is we when we bought our first house, my wife constantly did. It tore me up inside. I ain't going to even lie. It tore me up. I was not happy. Even like thinking back on it, I'm still not happy about how like her doing this. But we bought our new house. It was like, I forget how many square feet, like maybe 1,400 square feet, 1,200 square feet. It wasn't crazy, you know, it wasn't a, we weren't in a mansion or nothing like that. But it was very comfortable considering we bought our first home when we had no kids, right? And we was just like, yo, two bedroom, or not two bedroom, it was three bedrooms, two baths. And we were just like, yeah, we'll probably have a kid. And then we'll probably, you know, when family comes, they'll be able to use the other room. And, you know, it was like, it was, it was nice. In my opinion, it was like, it's that house was possibly my favorite house. Like, I like the house we're in now. It's incredible. But the house that, that house, I was like, we can live in that house and flourish. And we really could have, yo. I mean, that house reminded me of like my home in Mississippi. It was it was just comforting being in a home like that. And then we painted the walls. We bought the furniture. It was it was the first time I was like, you know, I was like, I'm an adult. You know, I got to make grown decisions, and the decisions that I'm making now will have an impact in the future. It's like you got to do it. You got to come up with a plan. But here's the thing. My wife would always look on like Zillow and all these other sites and stuff. She'd be like, ooh, babe, there's this house. It's like 10 miles away, and it's got this many square feet, and it's got this, and it's got this. Oh, my goodness, babe. Look at their walls. Their walls are this cut. I was like, yo, man, you know, I just painted those walls. We just got in this house, and I was, all right, if I, if, I've rationalized this emotion already. What it made me feel like, it made me feel like I did less than. Because what happens is when you purchase a home, like you you have a number in mind, right? You're supposed to already have a number in mind and this, that, and the other. But what they do is they tell you um, essentially what you can afford, right? It's like if you're willing to like just eat ramen noodles and hot dogs for like four to five years until you make more money, right? You could purchase this amount of house. And that amount of house is usually way, way, way more epic, right? But that's like a trap, right? In in your mind, when you buy a home, you have to already have a plan because that is what we call the okey-doke. There's always a game behind the game, right? And so what they're going to do is they're going to tell you, you can afford this kind of house. Are you sure this is the, the previous homes, the homes you want to look at? Because, I mean, it looks like you can afford more. And my wife kind of bit into that a little bit. And it's not, it's, it's not a, it's not, I'm not mad at it or anything, but it did make me feel less than. It's like, I know we could have afforded more, but. I settled, which is in this particular case, I did settle. I was like, I settled on this home, 
And I made a decision for our household that instead of struggling or instead of, you know, waiting and this, that, and the other, we're going to go ahead and get a home that we can afford comfortably. And we're going to live our life like pretty well. You know, we're going to live our life. We're going to save our money. And, and And keep in mind, I'm a guy who's never been on a vacation. My parents didn't take me on their vacations. And I've personally not taken a vacation myself. And so in my mind, it's like, look, if we buy a home that's like at the higher end of our budget instead of the lower end of our budget, then we're not going to be able to do anything, right? It's like we barely will have room to just buy clothes and stuff. And so, yeah, we I settled. And I ain't going to lie, she made me feel some type of way about settling. So when it came to buying the next home, I was like, look. She was like, you know, we only need a home that's slightly bigger. And I'm just like, no. Because I've sat here X, Y, and Z, and this, that, and the other, and listen to you. Show me all these Zellos. No, you're getting a big house, and now that's the end of it. And so I made another executive decision. And she made me feel bad about buying a bigger home, all because it has stairs. But all I have to say, sometimes the grass isn't green on the other side. Because... The problems that she had in the previous home, she was like, you know, it's kind of cluttered. It's like, we don't have space for anything, this, that, and the other. And I was like, look, no matter what, the clutter, the space, and the organization, it doesn't matter whether you change homes or not. Those things are going to remain the same. It's like, instead, you need to come up with a system to fix those. And then, if the system is like, If you have a working system and you're like, all right, at this point, we're almost at our capacity, then you're like, hey, we need a bigger home. And when you move into that bigger home, it's like we already got a system in place and it feels like it's way bigger. So we moved into this home and it's it's bigger and we had those same problems. She was like, you was right. And on top of that, you know, when you have a bigger home, it's a lot more to clean, this, that, and the other. It's it's the grass isn't always greener on the other side, right? Having a luxury car seems nice. Like you hop out, people look, and you're like, yeah, you know, and you get to talk about your car, this, that, and the other. But nobody is with you when you're putting that premium gas up in there and you see them dollar signs start adding up real fast, right? Nobody's with you when you go to the car maintenance and they're like, hey, you need this part, and that part comes from Germany. We ain't got it in, but we can ship it in. You got to pay international shipping. You got to wait. And they got a process. Only, only that particular shop can do that, uh, do that work. And so you got to pay a premium price on top of that, right? Nobody talks about those things and when you could have just, you know, drove your Honda Civic, your Honda Accord, Toyota Camry, and been chilling. But, you know, grass isn't always greener on the other side. That's, that's, that's really what I'm trying to say. Uh, my second point is that you need to pay for it up front, right? When you pay for it up front, you get a little bit more appreciation. So here's the thing. What I've noticed is, like, I bought, oh, perfect story. So I bought these earphones for my pops. My pop, my mom and my dad were, like, heavy in the Bluetooth game, right? They've always been in the Bluetooth, even when, like, the Bluetooth used to like actually blink blue. My parents had Bluetooth around that time. And so Apple came out with the AirPods. And, you know, they've always been, in my opinion, expensive. Like 169 bucks for like two AirPods. And then one of them might fall out. And then one of them fall out. You got to buy a replacement, this, that, and other. 
I always thought that was a bit too much. But here's the thing. Black Friday was one. That was one of the few things where I was like, Costco had it for $100. And I was like, I'm going to get two pairs of these uh, AirPods and I'm going to give them to my parents. And my parents, when I showed it to them, I was like, look, this is my Christmas gift to you. I'm not going to wait till Christmas because I'm afraid if I give it to you and you don't, if I, and I don't pair it, then you're never going to use it. And so I was like, I'm going to pair it for you, use them, this, that, and other. And my dad, as soon as I showed them to him, he was like, oh, son. He was like, I tried all, like 10 or 9, 10 of them, you know, 9 or 10 of those. Like, those don't work. They don't fit in your ear. They don't sound good. So I can barely hear it. It's like, those ain't worth it, this, that, and other. I was like, Dad, have you actually tried the actual, like, Apple AirPods? Or have you been buying, like, the $10 or $30 Bluetooth from, like, the gas station? Because they're not created equal, you know? And my dad was like, man, son, since you bought it, you know, you paired up. I'll put them in. I'll try them. But, you know, it is what it is. And my mom, she was like, just give it to your brother and don't worry about it. It's like, I got my Bluetooth. I'm happy with my Bluetooth. You know, don't worry about it. And so my dad comes back to me after, I don't know, it was like 30 minutes or so. He went outside. I guess he was doing whatever he was going to do outside. And he came back in. He was like, now these good right here, boy. I was like, what? He was like, these AirPods, I can hear clear. He's like, it shows on my phone. He's like, I know exactly how much they're charging. And they got the same charger as my own phone because, you know, they got iPhones and stuff. He's like, this this, this is nice. He's like, this is real good. And I was just like, Dad, how many of those old other ones did you have? He's like, man, I got like six of them. And, like, he really did have six of them. And you got to think about it. He bought six knockoff AirPod-looking things. Or somebody gifted him those. I don't, I don't think he bought them. I think maybe somebody gifted it to him. And... And let's assume that those are like 10 bucks, 20 bucks max, right? That's 120 bucks. That's 60 to 120 bucks worth of earphones that don't really work. Well, you could have just made a one time payment of if I paid 100, I think usually the price is dry. I think like usually 140. You could have made a one time payment of 140 and then been done with it. And you, that way, you uh, that 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 actually that paints a picture, but it doesn't like drive it home. So here's the thing: there's this rug that my wife wants. She wanted a rug since we got hardwood floors. She wanted a rug in the room to kind of like I don't know, change the the tone of it, right? Kind of easy on the eyes and stuff. She she knows all the design stuff. I just you know listen, and be like, uh huh, you so is pretty, and. <laughs> She, she got a rug, and she was picking out a rug, and she was like, well, there's this rug, and then there's this rug. And I was like, and the difference between the rugs is like wordplay in my mind. But then you go to looking into like the actual fabrics and how they're created and this, that, and the other, and you start seeing the nuance. And one of the rugs is like $150 more than the other rug. And then like the, the way that they created the shags is a little different. And I actually looked it up on YouTube, and it was actually legit. I was like, okay. So there's a real reason why this one costs 150 bucks more. When you go over this shag rug with a vacuum cleaner and you turn off the little spin thing, it'll hold the little twist. And if you go over the other one with the vacuum cleaner, it won't hold the twist. So I was like, go ahead, spend your extra 150 bucks 
And psychologically, what that's going to do is you're not going to let somebody just go in and mess up your stuff, not even your own kids. Psychologically, like if I spend a little bit more, I'm about the more premium or the more mid-range product, I'm not going to let somebody come in here and mess up my stuff. On top of that, what it's going to do is you're going to understand the in and outs of it, and it should, I'm not saying always, it should if you did your research, last a little bit longer. My bad, y'all. I just kicked them. But it should last a little bit longer. And uh, that extra amount of use is the what you don't have to replace, right? And it's just something that you can show appreciation for. It's like, hey, you know, God, he, he left me in charge of these resources. Then I'm going to take care of them. It's just like I, my dad used to always get on to me for not washing my car, right? He... He had gifted us these trucks. Me and my brother, he gifted us trucks. My brother's truck was white. My truck was my brother's old truck. And it was like, I don't know, it was just an old Dakota. Old, old Dakota. And he used to always be mad that we didn't go out there and watch those trucks every weekend or every other weekend. And it was so much to the fact where, like, I finally watched it because I was going to take Keisha on a date or something like that. He was like, finally. One of my boys showing appreciation for the gifts that I got him. I was just like, yo, it's like this is exactly what he's talking about. It's like you I didn't show appreciation for it because he gifted it to me. I didn't pay anything to get it, right? And when I actually purchased my first car or my first vehicle, I actually I watched that sucker all the time. And you know, that's just the difference. When you pay for it, when you pay up front and you put the legwork in, you're gonna show a little bit more appreciation for what you got. Um and my third topic, my third and final to- oh, not topic, my third point, my third and final point is you got to take care of what you have. And you got to be intentional about taking care of what you have. And so uh, the way I like to put this is uh, kind of like grass. So we have grass. And my old house, ooh, my old house, the grass just grew, son. The grass just grew. Like, you didn't have to put no chemicals on it. You didn't have to put nothing. Just the good Lord rained down rainwater. And then, you know, the good body would just go over there with that lawnmower and hit it, you know. And you did, you could hit it low. You could hit it high. That grass just grew. And I used to love that grass. And I took care of that grass. But here's the thing. Grass in my new house, not so much. We got the weeds. Uh, we got the the different sunspots, this, that, and the other. The, it's just the the nature just isn't nice to my grass. It just is what it is. And so I have to actually be intentional about taking care of this grass. So what I have is on my phone, on my calendar, I know when to fertilize this grass because I have to go out there and physically like mix the chemicals with the water, hand crank the. Sh- sh- and then, you know, I got to go out there and I got to spray that grass down and fertilize it. On top of that, for some reason, I be getting weeds, like weed weeds. And for the more advanced weeds, I actually got to go out there and pull them. But when you go out there and pull them, you got to know that there are more weeds just waiting for their opportunity to shine. So I also have in my calendar a rotation of when to hit the grass for the weeds. And so same same thing. Pour the chemicals in, mix them up, and you spray them things down. And on top of that, for them dry spots, you can't just let them be because if you let them be, HOA going to be up on your butt. And so 
You know, you gotta you gotta continuously like re up on it. You gotta show appreciation for it. And what just like having a house, right? You got these baseboards. Nobody likes cleaning baseboards. Nobody likes cleaning toilets and stuff like that. But it's just one of those things you gotta do because you gotta take care of the things that you have. And I mean, part of it is, is biblical. I must admit, in my mind, part of it is biblical because. There's nothing that you did to deserve what you have in life. As much as you want to take credit for it, you can't. Because it's all stuff that God gave you, right? It's all stuff that God gave us. It's like our relationships, our stuff, our knowledge, our skill sets. All of that is just God-given. And so what we have to do is we have to actually take care of the things that God has given us. We got to take care of it, treasure it, and we got to... Essentially preserve it for the betterment of everybody. Like the less stuff that you buy, like phones, for instance, the less phones that you buy, the better off you're going to be in the long run. Right. If you buy a phone every year, if you have to buy a phone every year because you got a cracked screen or because you got like some type of messed up something, I don't know. Like my phone, for instance, (laughs) I got an Android for now. I actually do not like this Android. And. I just it's just one of those things where I was like, I gotta see what the other side looks like because I've had an iPhone my entire life. And so I got this Android and all of a sudden one of these days it just started like flickering. And it makes me so mad. It irks me, yo. It just like it'll just turn off. In like key moments in life. I'm about to check out, it'll just turn off. And then it'll just like restart. And so now it's just like, you know, you know, you can come on up. And they used to be cool, but you know, with COVID happening and stuff, it's time to like it's time to get a new phone. I actually completely forgot where I was. Oh, you gotta take care of your stuff. Right? The less phones that you have to buy, the better off you're gonna be wallet wise, environment wise, all of it. And um why is this important? And why is, why are all these tips involved? Just to recap it. No, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Pay it up front. That way, you know, you know, you get what you pay for. And you got to take care of what you have and be intentional about taking care of what you have. Those are my three steps. Uh, Grass isn't greener. Grass isn't always greener. Pay it up front and take care of what you have. Why is this important? It's important because of the story that I started the podcast out with, right? Um, Well, you can't just look at what other people have and be like, you know, so it would be nice to have that, like, you have your own life experience. You have your own things to deal with. So you got to deal with it. You got to rationalize it. Because you can't always, you won't always have the opportunity to go out and get something that somebody else has. On top of that, there are people who are looking at you and the things that you have and the things that you cherish and things of that nature, right? And, you know, they may be feeling some type of way about it, right? But, you know, being honest and being forthcoming. I hate using big words. I'm not going to use big words on this podcast. I intentionally try not to use big words. But, I mean, honestly, like, being transparent about it, like, you can really, like, show other people, you know, it isn't all it's cracked up to be. And with all that said, like, that is how these podcasts are going to go. Hopefully, Keisha does come back. And, you know, I ain't going to lie, man. Hey, I'm looking forward to having our little baby girl. Because I really do appreciate my, my two daughters already. One of them's like, my oldest, she is trying my patience, but I still love her to death. And my youngest is just so cool and so mellow. She just rolled with all the punches. 
And <laughs> like she's just so obedient for now, man. I just really miss when my oldest used to be that exact same way. Um, with all that said, yeah, that's how these are gonna be. Um, I hope I, hopefully I didn't hurt nobody's ears when I just said that. Uh, next week I'm gonna talk about uh, showing love to the people in your life, like actually showing love to people. But for this time, for this one, it's all about you know just showing appreciation for the things that you have. And with all that said, man, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold y'all, man. Uh, I try to make it to 30 minutes. I ain't quite make it. I really appreciate y'all for uh, for tuning in. Um, if I have any words of encouragement for you, it would be to number one rate this podcast five stars. It helps us be discovered by you know anybody who who would like content like this, right? And on top of that, it just helps us move up in the algorithm. If you liked it, somebody else will probably like it. So rate it five stars. Leave a comment. We read all the comments. We respond to all the comments. And we really appreciate y'all for listening. But words of encouragement are, uh, I actually haven't thought about it. Usually I think about this prior to um, like getting into it. Uh, what would my words of encouragement be? Uh, stay in your lane, man. So lately what I've been noticing is like especially with like the Birkin bag conversation and stuff, people being like ask your wage and recently Cardi B just said was thinking about buying a bag or something like that and spending eighty eight K. My thing is that's her life although she is like displaying her life for the world to see and stuff like that. And although I'm pretty sure most people who will listen to this podcast probably wouldn't respond to people who have, you know, actual celebrities and stuff like that. But, like, you know, just stay in your lane. I mean, that's not your life to live. That's her life to live. So let them be. Like, we, when you see a homeboy messing up, there's an opportunity to correct. When you see a stranger messing up, especially if it's online, you got you must must know that the, the social media isn't a reflection of reality. And so it may be real, it may be not. It may not be. You just, you know, it's all smoke and mirrors. Who really knows? And uh, with all that said, just stay in your lane. With all that said, having love and appreciation for what you have. Know the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Pay it up front and take care of what you have. My name is Tyler. You've been listening to How's the Fam, and the fam is good over here. Y'all have a blessed day. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Peace.